Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, my first guest this morning runs a fast-growing business making plant-based meat alternatives. It's called Tanks Plants, and products include plant-based frankfurters and plant-based roasts. The company has just raised venture capital from the Reedsdale Food Fund, and joining me now for more is Ashling Cullen, who is the founder of Tanks Plants. Morning, Ashling. Morning, Gavin. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What are you going to use this money for? Well, I mean, really what we want to do is scale the business. We are in about 170 stores right now all around Ireland, and we're looking to double that by the end of the year. But we also have a keen eye on export markets. So um, you know, towards the end of the year, we're going to start attending various expos in the UK and uh, in Amsterdam, start making contacts out there with the view to exporting by Q3 to t- 2023. Being on the shelves in 170 different retailers is pretty good going. What's the pitch when you're talking to them? So I guess our point of difference uh, is that we uh, kind of say that we're wholesome meatless meats insofar as we pack our uh, products with as many wholesome ingredients as possible. We put in cannellini beans, pearl barley, vegetables and spices. Um, But what makes them have that meaty texture is a high protein flour. So you're kind of, you know, you're not a vegetable uh, sausage. You're not a a kind of a, a meat substitute sausage with loads of ingredients that you don't understand, like methyl cellulose, sodium alginate. You're somewhere in between. You're meaty, but with the wholesome goodness also attached. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, mainly you do uh, sausages and sort of roast uh, type products. Any uh, plans to go beyond that and do something a bit more, something a bit different? Yeah. We've got a burger coming out in about uh, two weeks' time. So this is called a no moo burger, and again, it's got it's packed with loads of hidden vegetables. Uh, we've got chorizo crumbles coming out in about a month, and then coming up to uh, back to school time in September, we'll have deli slices. So NPD is constantly ongoing, um, and because we're a small company, we do have that flexibility to be able to come up with new ideas, uh, new innovative products for the market. Are you conscious of some of the sensitivities around the marketing? I mean, calling your product sausages, for example, some people might say, well, if there's no meat in them, they can't really be called sausages. They should be called something else. Like tubes or something? (laughs) Well, you could probably Um, come up with something better than that, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, the words uh, vegetarian sausages have been around for decades. And I mean, really, you know, whether your sausage is made up of chicken or pork or vegetables, it's still a sausage and it's still what people recognise. There was a recent uh, European court um, trial that said, you know, that you were allowed called burgers a burger if if it's made of vegetables or sausages a sausage. So, I mean, if it's legally allowed, we're going to keep moving forward with that name. How big is the market for these uh, plant-based alternatives versus the market for ordinary meat, if I can call it that? Is it 1% of the size, 5%, 10%? Oh, I'm not too sure how it would compare, but uh, in the UK, the meat substitute market would be about 454 million. And in Ireland, you're talking probably about the 35 million range. I mean, people are looking to introduce more, uh, you know, meat-free days in their diets. There's a lot more flexitarians out there. And in fact, about 30% of the market identify themselves either as vegan, vegetarian or flexitarian. So it's a huge percentage of the market, but and there's also another 70% there left to tap into. 
Yeah, and there's no doubt it's going more and more in that direction. Is there a sense, though, that there, there's maybe been a bit of overhype in the market? I mean, you guys are, are at a different end of the scale, but if you look at Beyond Meat, for example, which is probably the best-known company in this area, their share price is down 80-plus percent uh, over the last year. Kellogg's, which has a plant-based meat business, they talked last week about what they called irrational exuberance in some parts of the sector. There hasn't really been a um, really kind of a deep dive into why their um, meat sales or their meat substitute sales have dropped. But I do know that during COVID, everybody was eating at home. Nobody was, you know, going out to restaurants or cafes. So supermarket sales were shot right up during that period. And that must have had an effect on, you know, the, the decline of sales uh, once all of the restaurants started to open again. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. I can understand why that would be the case. Speaking of restaurants, I, I did an item about restaurants a, a while back and I, and I was talking to someone about this whole area. And they said, in their opinion, ah, look, forget this alternative meat. It's a bit of a gimmick. People should just eat vegetable dishes. And there are plenty of great options for vegetable dish and dishes without having to sort of dress them up as meat. Yeah, no, I, I would totally agree um, with that comment. I eat a lot of uh, vegetables. You know, I'm a vegan myself and I wouldn't have like meat substitutes every day. But, you know, like I said, with Thanks Plants, we do put as many natural ingredients in there as possible. And there is a place for them as well. You know, our products are super high in protein, so they're very satiating. So, you know, a lot of people, like when they have their Sunday morning brunch or breakfast, they will want to have, you know, a few sausages in there, maybe slices of courgettes and mushrooms isn't going to cut it for the big fry up. So there's definitely a place for meat substitutes. But I think, you know, anybody who's trying to just bring more vegetables into their diet, that's, you know, a fantastic thing as well. Yeah, well, there's no doubt it it helps to grow the market, I think, if you you can get people to switch over from from, from what they're used to to something that that, that is similar. I suppose that if people did just focus on, on pure vegetables rather than these products, that would probably be better in carbon terms, wouldn't it? Because there's less processing involved. And that's a big selling point of these these alternative meats, of course, is they're better for the planet. But, but really, it's the pure vegetables is probably what people should be focusing on. Look, I mean, the food system, the world food system isn't perfect, but we have to do the best that we can. Um, I mean, when you're talking about the comparison of meat to, say, something like our products, you know, uh, the amount of water we use, for example, in our sausages. Uh, if you switch to pork sausages, you would use the equivalent water of having a shower every single day uh, for two weeks just for that one packet of sausages. Yeah, it's a very, very stark problem that we have. And, uh, you know, I, I think any benefit is, is probably better than, uh, you know, focusing on 100% purity. All right, we'll leave there, Ashling. I wish you the best of luck with everything. It's been a really interesting chat. That's Ashling Cullen there, the founder of Tanks Plants. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.